0: This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Marva Williams-Lowe, Chief Pharmacy Officer of MUSC Health. Marva, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today.
1: Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here today also.
0: Now, I know we've got a lot to talk about. There's so much happening in healthcare right now, but before we dive into my questions, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background?
1: So, I am a pharmacist by background. um, Having started in pharmacy, working in retail pharmacy settings, actually spent some time working in a retail setting in Barbados, and then over the years transitioned to hospital pharmacy. I'm a healthcare executive with over 20 years of experience. I've led and transformed uh, many clinical and operational teams over the years, implemented several new pharmacy programs and practice models and most recently served in a regional and system administrative roles at Dartmouth Health in New Hampshire and Vermont, and then um, really focusing my efforts in medication management infrastructure, um, supportive technology, and automation across health systems, and really focusing not only on the automation and the technology piece, but opening new services, and standardizing that spread across a system. And my current role is really focusing on systematizing across MUSC Health in our pharmacy services.
0: Oh, fantastic. Well, I know that's a huge job and a really big responsibility, so I'm excited to hear more about it. When you think about where you're at today in, in bringing together the pharmacy at, in, in those functions at NUSC Health, what are some of the biggest issues that you're facing in what in healthcare what trends I guess are you following most closely today?
1: I would say one of the biggest issues that I'm paying attention to is the workforce shortages. This is one of the biggest issues in healthcare and pharmacy is definitely experiencing the effects of this. There's a nationwide shortage of pharmacy technicians and that shortage it's creating significant issues in pharmacies across our nation. So we're not alone, um, but it definitely is a significant issue and one where we have to think innovatively, um, engaging our leaders, technicians, and pharmacists, find creative solutions to address these issues. I, I would also say, too, on that end, not only the workforce issues and the challenges with the shortages, but that also translates into burnout, which is another significant area of concern in healthcare, Um, you know, physicians, nurses, pharmacists, pharmacy technicians, I think healthcare is feeling this, and the downstream impact that if we aren't able to care for ourselves, it really makes it hard to provide care for others and to do that in in the format that we really want to be our best selves when we are taking care of our patients. I think as leaders, um, we have an opportunity to look at the whole person as we think about how to support our teams during these times of uncertainty and really prioritizing the well-being of our healthcare workers. And that really needs to be a big focus in healthcare in general regardless of whether it's pharmacy or another
0: area of um, expertise. Absolutely. I think that's a really great point and something that I hear a lot across the board from hospitals and health systems and thinking about the workforce and, and burnout. I know pharmacy in particular is certainly a challenge. From your vantage point, is there anything that you've done differently over the past year that's worked well or are planning to try out in 2023 to really Uh, you know, solve some of these workforce challenges or or make sure that your teams aren't getting too burnt out? Yeah,
1: they're actually, you know, we've been pulling together forms with our pharmacy technicians, really um, that deference to expertise, right? Going to the source and um, putting that ear to the ground and listening to the challenges, listening to their ideas. And they actually have great ideas, which, um, you know, we're, putting together work groups now looking at, um, you know, how do you develop a pipeline, um, what training, um, reimbursement for training, um, support for um, certain national certification, uh, career ladders, and a number of these things are not necessarily innovative because they're things that we've done over time in pharmacy, but looking at different ways that we can really staff and leaders to think outside the box and if there's something that we haven't tried, something that could be different in the way that we work today and what are the tools that we can use that can help us maximize um, our workload and workflow and utilizing automation so there's quite a bit that we're doing to look in this space to see ways that we can begin to I think it's with us for a while and so um, we really need to think about the best Solutions um, to address this, and, and definitely having the people involved in the work being part of that um, discussion and decision
0: making, I think it's critical. That's a really great point in terms of bringing the team that you currently have together, and just making sure you're supporting them in the best way possible, and understanding that this is uh, likely a long-term challenge or, or something you'll have to be dealing with for the next several years. So um, I really appreciate that. And you know, when you do look into the future, what things make you excited and what are you nervous about?
1: I would say that I'm really excited about how the role of the pharmacist and pharmacy technician has really um, changed over time. And the pandemic really gave an opportunity, I think, to highlight this and for the public to, to some degree public awareness of the key roles that pharmacists and pharmacy technicians play Um, We really saw a lot of involvement in health screening, medication therapy management, vaccination, and medication adherence education. And I think there's more technology available to us in pharmacy and healthcare in general that we didn't have access to in prior years. There's a lot being done in the telehealth and telemedicine space and opportunities for technology to assist us with decision-making and improving outcomes. So overall, the role of the pharmacist and pharmacy tech, I think, will continue to evolve as we see medication therapy becoming more complex, right, and the more digital healthcare options are available. So I'm excited about the possibilities and the disruption to what we might have normally done and the innovative thinking to help us get to where we can provide more patient care and really focusing on getting the patient what they need. Where they are, and you know, not only at the the right time, but the right location, and in the right space, and, and for really meeting the patient care needs, meeting them where they are. So I'm excited about the possibilities. I would say around the other part of your question, um, you know, as far as like what am I, um, what I would be nervous or concerned about, I would say workforce challenges. You know, as I mentioned before. Um, that, that will most likely continue as healthcare workers leave the workforce and as the demand for healthcare continues to grow as we see an aging population. And so um, it's important to explore and maximize, again, the use of technology and to innovate to address these challenges. So exciting times, but things to still keep our eye on. Um, to ensure that we have that eye on the future and maximizing um, the technology we have and other opportunities to meet those challenges.
0: That's fantastic to hear and definitely you know even though there are big problems and big challenges out there as you said with the workforce there's also seems like a lot of creative solutions and ways to be supportive. And so, you know, I, I'm glad you mentioned so many different things that are excited about um, the future and, and where the role of pharmacies and pharma techs is headed. Um, it seems like there's just a lot of um, opportunities out there for somebody who's really ambitious and a leader growing in that space. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Well, before we wrap up our conversation in thinking about leadership, I wanted to ask you, What will the most effective healthcare leaders need to be successful over the next two or three years, especially given some of the changes in the healthcare space that we've been talking about today?
1: I would say that it would be really important um, for healthcare leaders to ensure that every member of the team feels valued and empowered. And I think that ties into what we talked a little bit about with the workforce challenges, recruitment, retention, but um, feeling valued, Um, Knowing you have a voice, feeling empowered to be able to make decisions that are appropriate for what you need to take care of um, the patient, I think that's really important for leaders to provide a supportive environment where um, your care team members can grow and develop. Um, Innovative thinking, I think it's going to be really important. Adaptability. We continue to see a changing landscape and unpredictability in our world and Mm -hmm. most definitely in healthcare, and so that innovative thinking and adaptability, I think, um, it would really be important to be an effective um, leader. Um, another area I would say, too, is um, embracing the use of technology, digital innovation. And as leaders, we, we, we need to be lifelong learners. As many years as I've been in the field of pharmacy, I continue to learn. There's always something new to learn and staying on top of what's happening not only in the industry, but healthcare in general. And lastly, I would say um, leading by example and with transparency um, would be key.
0: That makes so much sense and definitely are great points to think about, especially given where healthcare is headed. And I love your last point about transparency and, and really making sure that you're moving forward with a lot of integrity. Marva, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fun and insightful discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: I enjoyed the conversation. Thank you.